Hey, 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 hey. Come on, ye Spurs TV. Coming live to you in the aftermath of the Liverpool versus Tottenham match. What a match. What a match uh, for, for, I mean, for neutrals. I mean, for us, heartbreak at the end. But honestly, you have to be really, really nasty, you know, to sort of feel a bit of, you know, I don't know, compassion for <laughs> for Spurs at the end of that game, you know. But uh, in any case, I've got you on the line with me. We are going to be taking apart the whole match. And um, yeah, if you, if you just join us on the other side. In the meantime, come on, you Spurs. Welcome back. Come on, Spurs TV here. If you're here for the first time, subscribe to the channel, leave a comment, like, and share with those in your network. If you also need to get notified anytime we go live, please click on the bell button to get notified. Yes, uh, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Welcome, Truman. How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm super good. Thank you. I'm, 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 uh, I'm a bit disappointed at the result, but. Um, Towards the end of the first half and second half performance, I was delighted. Yes, um, uh, Spurs started the game. There's a hope that kills. I know, right? I mean, Spurs started the game uh, really, really poorly. I mean, within three minutes, they were down one goal. In five minutes, they were down two goals. And within 15 minutes, down three goals. Like, this is Newcastle all over again. I was, uh, getting, I was getting derisory texts from everyone, you know, who's <laughs> my friend telling me all sorts of stuff, you know. You're not, you're not in the meeting. Who's going to you know, check on Soji, you know, and all that sort of thing, you know. And, <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I was thinking to myself, you know. But you know, okay, I can say this after the game now, right? But I keep saying to myself, you know, we can win this game, you know. We can win this game. <laughs> That's what I kept saying to myself. I, know, I, I did send you a text. During the game, saying, You did, oh, you did. Yeah, say, so Don't be surprised five if we end up winning this game 5 3. You know, but. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was the same but, thing. It's, but, it, but, the thing is, I think they just knew. They just knew. Pedro Poro has been caught out at that near post several times. I think somewhere along the line, they knew that if they stretched us to one side and they moved that ball, whoever was getting that. Had a good chance of doing something against him. Yes. Unfortunately, yes. that happened. And then the second goal, it was just a case of, you know, one, you know, I'm not a football player. I played football in school a bit, stuff like that. And I remember one thing coach said to us in school if you're defending, you should not allow your guy, the winger, cross. You should just not let him pull that ball back. And you know, I've been going on a lot about it. There's, there's this new system that a lot of clubs have now all tied to implement. And 
just before the game, one of my friends who is like a huge tactical guy named Yoma. Yoma sent me a link saying, dude, Liverpool have just started. Have you noticed that they've been winning their matches? They started doing this thing that all Arsenal, City and Brighton are doing. That you guys should out kind of thing. So I said, and, and one of the things about that system is it allows their wingers cut balls back. They, they, they end up creating so much space for their wingers to cut. So Brighton... Arsenal and Man City have the most cutback goals in, in the league. So he was like, in my mind, I said, God, please let them not be in a position where. And once I saw Diaz playing, and I was like, oh, God, Diaz is playing, and uh, Salah, both the white guys. I said, anything can happen as soon as. But it was Gaku that got, got the breakup, cut it around. Salah off, off, he was off, off balance, still managed to squeeze it in. Yeah. And the penalty, that was. The penalty, the penalty was, was you, know, you know, this is our huge, huge criticism of Romero. I think Romero is a very good defender. I think he can, in time, become an excellent world But But the rush of blood to the head, he quickly dives. You're in your box, for God's sake, man. You, you shield, you block, but you just don't dive in and just, you know, he dove in on the guy and it just, it was a penalty. And, you know, it was 3 0. As, as clear as day at the time. But, I mean, I mean, so Liverpool had four shots on target, four shots for goals. I mean, that, that's, that's the story of the match, you know? Yeah. And, um, okay, I mean, I've got, please keep your comments coming in. I've got Babatunde, Abolua date. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this guy, this guy is my classmate from way back. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How are you? Thanks for joining us today. Uh, he says, he says Tottenham were cheated by a penalty not given. Now we'll come to the controversial decisions later on. You know, yeah, because I, I thought we had uh, quite a good shot for a penalty at, at that point in time. Th thanks for that. Keep your comments coming in. Yes. Um, in terms of 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 tactical of what you might call tactical news, right? And okay, so people say that. Um, Mr. Conte had um, uh, this real edge to him when it comes to setting up his sides to make them difficult to beat, right? Yes. Now, the stats were showing very, very clearly that in the, in the whole of the season, we've only considered goals in the first 15 minutes, right? Possibly in six out of how many matches, right? I'm mean, sorry, and I was only, only about three or four matches, right? In the first 15 yes. minutes. And even then, we concede one, right? But this time round, in the last four or five matches, right, we've conceded at like what, almost eight goals in the first fifteen minutes of a match. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, um, it's not it's not a coincidence that that happened. I mean, obviously, there's something that some coaches will have noticed that look, this is what you do to these people. And if you look at all all the goals, they all had a similar threat to them. If all all of yes. the first few goals yeah, yeah. that, 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 that was scored um, against us in the last three matches. So, um, from we have all so there's so many things to talk about. There's people saying that oh, uh, get a new coach or give Messi a chance. You got you've had um, uh, what's about top five coaches. You've had world class coaches, you know, and you have a good stadium and you've given them a chance to you know take the team to the next level. And, but you haven't seen any success as a result of it, right? But I'm, I'm pretty sure that's not quite the whole story. But from mm. a um, from a fan's perspective, or from somebody who's looking at it from from a from, from from as a neutral, if you like, 
was that showing a bit of naivety on the side of um, of of uh, Ryan Mason not getting to grips with that problem of considering early goals? I'm, I'm just putting it out there. Well, I'll answer that and say this. This is my theory. This isn't gospel or anything else. This is my theory. My theory is uh, Stellini and Mason were trying to work to change everything that Antonio Conte programmed them to be. Unsuccessfully for Stellini. But I think it has continued with Ryan Mason because Ryan Mason's whole thing is you have to understand where Ryan Mason comes from. He's a guy who played under Pochettino. And in Pochettino's book, you come out pressing. Man for man pressing. I think in a weird way, he's trying to introduce that. And by doing that, he's forgetting the basic principle. These guys have been indoctrinated into staying deep and breaking. Now you want them to press. So in, in that situation, you're creating this whole dichotomy where some guys want to press, some other guys are like, hey, cautious. And if you watch those games very carefully, it's the way it's, it's played, in my opinion, anyway, it's the way it's played out. I think the turnaround from Stellini leaving to now has been very short. I don't, I don't think, think any Mason, Mason, uh, Ryan Mason ideas are in this team. team. All, All I think he's, he's doing is working on their mentality, their motivation, motivation and making them happy. happy. He's only he worked on man management, in my opinion. opinion. I, don't I don't think, think tactically he has done anything. anything. But, the but the problem now is the players are more or less doing what they are cued to do. And that's, that's where you're, you're seeing, seeing the problem. problem. These, the, the defense, defense is not a drilled defense. defense. If you look at it, you can see it. It's, it's not, not drilled. drilled. When, when the keeper passes out, I don't know why the number six isn't dropping deep. I don't know. All these things are things that, if you watch teams that play in a certain way, that's what they do. The minute this person gets the ball, the trigger for your pressing is when the winger gets it. Tottenham are not doing any of those things, which tells me that the guy is literally playing on fumes of the previous coach previous interim coach. And what's going to happen next is, give him this week leading up to Palace. Now, this is, you say, when I say that, Palace are three or oh, dude, you say, I honestly believe, give him this week. And let's see what happens next. I think certain players might drop out. I honestly believe that Eric Dyer, because of the furore surrounding him, I think Eric Dyer is going to get dropped. I honestly believe Eric Dyer is going to get dropped because you know, you know, I think, I, think I, don't I don't know if it's Gary Neville that made the comment of he's a midfielder, midfielder playing defense. defense. And I agree. 100,000 percent I've been saying it for years that Pochettino moved this guy to defensive midfield for a reason. Wanyama, when he bought him, was better. So he benched him, and the guy kept on throwing a hissy fit that I was a defender anyway. I, I don't know why you moved me. And all that nonsense. But in reality, is Pochettino knew why. Because Pochettino himself was a defender. Hmm. Eric Dyer makes defenses nervous. Playing alongside Eric Dyer is, a, is an issue for anybody right now. Let me just interrupt you for, for a second there because we're talking about coaching, we're talking about comments, and we're talking about um, um, what, what, what the Tad team set up and all that sort of thing. And I've got this interesting comment. I mean, I've got... Please, 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 please wherever you're listening from, if you're listening on Facebook, on on uh, on, on Twitter, on um, uh, YouTube, please leave your comments. Keep them coming, and I'll, I'll read them out. I'll read them all out. I promise. I promise. Okay, right. I, I've got Jennifer. Jennifer says some teams can even play without a coach and not get these embarrassing results. 
do you agree? It 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 it's it, possible. It's it possible. Hello, Hello again. again. It's, it's possible. possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's very possible. I I I take I take I take I take her comments very well. It, it's just preparation. I don't know. For me, you know, it's like I can never prove any of these things because I'll say all these things and I'll get you know certain members of the Nigerian Tottenham group will come for me and say oh da da da. But it's the truth. I just feel when people are drilled, they're drilled. This time last year we went complaining. We came here and we got a draw. How what were we doing? doing? We were playing defensive football and countered once or twice and we scored, right? But we kept it tight. This year now, we have no coach. Everybody complained about that defensive counter thing. So this guy and his friends are trying to move away from that. But it's, it's quite challenging. It's quite, quite challenging. And, you know, you're looking at teams that have interim coaches. I look at Bournemouth. Bournemouth are playing very well. But you're forgetting their interim coach was the assistant manager. He was already, he already had a preseason, he already knew the players. Scott Parker fell out of the board. But this guy coached them the same way Scott Parker was coaching, if not better than Scott Parker. Ryan Mason hasn't had that luxury. So, you know, I would, I would still give him the chance at the end of the season. But yeah, it, it's not, yeah, it, 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 it was a bad day at the office in the first 20, 30 minutes. And it was so reminiscent of Newcastle. You know that, that it was, it was like, like my mind was like, like dear, dear lord, lord if this gets, gets to five, five i just wrote down and resigned as a spurs fan like i can't <laughs> just get to five, five now and, and you know but, but i was, was so pleased at the the cane goal. goal it showed me that, that you know it just, just showed something. something you know fast, fast forward to that cane goal it just showed something especially the highlight being virgil van dyke being laid down on his backside by by Persich. people, even Persich. Oh, that, 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 was, was, such, that was such a moment, right? And I love the way Kane finished that off. I love how Kane finished that off, you know? No, he didn't mess about. There was no, no messing about. You know, yes. some people say trap all and places. No, man, fire did straight at him. And if Honestly, you save it, you save it. That, that was very, scored. very pleasing. That was pleasing. Now, and, okay, so... And I, and I honestly think Tom was on his game I think yes. Son was, was on his game. Son was unfortunate. I think Son's game is coming back slowly, if we can say it. But it's there. He's trying to take those shots he would have taken in his prime mindset. I won't say his peak. I think Son's peak is not yet. Son, Son, Son is still what he is. It's just his mindset has shifted. His confidence has been dented a bit. But I could see it. Playing against Liverpool, he's not scared of playing Liverpool. Right, so like I was saying earlier on, right, I mean, I was saying that uh, I actually felt we could win that game, I mean, at halftime, when it was 3 I think we went, we went 3 1 at halftime, didn't we, right? Um, okay, boys coming out thinking, yes. okay, I mean, look, Klopp will probably go to his guys, look, you can't take your foot off the, off the pedal, watch the game, don't be complacent, and all that sort of thing, right? And I'm pretty sure that, um, yeah, I mean, Mason will be having a cow and basically, you know, having to go at the guys and just say, look, you know, keep keeping what you're doing, and hopefully you, you have have more chances because they had a lot more chances when I mean later on in, in the in the in the first half. Um, but there was this this passage of play when we had about three opportunities. I think we was, we kind of hit the ball like three times. I, I can't remember. You know, hit it. We hit it. Three times. The, once we once the, someone was we, outside. We, 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 we hit in the first half. We hit in the first half. Right. We hit it once in the first half. And in the second half, that's the passage you're talking about. 
there was the pass to Son, and Son curled it round and he hit the left hand left hand side of Allison's post, left hand post. Then um, Romero gets a ball over the top, and Romero stretches, hits it, and he hits the right side of the post. All within like five, yeah, five minutes. It was all within five minutes. So I mean, we did have chances to 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 uh, what's the word? Uh, I mean, get equalized much much earlier, but um, for some reason it it didn't happen um, as quickly quickly as 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 we we expected. But, but then again, so here we are. We're down three one, right? The takeoff to Kulichevsky, and so I'm thinking to myself, yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, what's going on here? We are three one down. We're looking to at, at least equalize, right? Why bring on yes. someone defensive and take off someone an attacking option? What's the, what's the essence of that? Then it hit me that that was to show up the the the, the, the space in the middle because we were being overrun by Liverpool at that point in time, yes. right? With a view to say, yeah. give it, I mean, give it about ten minutes or so, and then we'll bring on um, Rich Harrison and take off Steve. Yeah, you know, so yeah. that way at least the balance will be restored. By that time, hopefully, the things will have, will have calmed down a little bit, and that was exactly what happened. So for me, that was a master stroke of a substitution. You know, with the benefit of hindsight, now, of course, it didn't it didn't quite work out like that in the end, given the fact that, of course, I mean, yeah, you know. Yeah. But having said yeah. that, though, I mean, this match, uh, I didn't see Liverpool all over us. I mean, as you expect, okay, we had that. 15 minutes uh, spell in the first half, you know, and that was it. Apart from that, it was all us. I mean, I, I, unless, I, unless I was watching a different match, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm bad. I mean, tell me. <laughs> no, the, 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 first, the first half, I'd say the first, say the first 40 minutes, Liverpool were good. Spurs had like little drips and drabs. Then the last five minutes after Kane scored, Kane scored, I think, 39th, I think it was. And yeah. that last six minutes was injury time. Spurs were now trying. Yeah. Came out the second half and it wasn't Tottenham flying out the gate. We actually got very compact. Defense, do anything in the final third. And then Spurs now saying, okay, since you guys have slowed down, we now, we now start, start moving, moving up, up. and Spurs start moving, moving up, up. And, and everything, everything just like moving. And then, and then the move, like you said, said substitution, substitution for Sa. I, I saw it instantly. instantly. I said three, five, two, brilliant. brilliant. That, that means, means you're now telling Poro and Perisic, go for it. There's something to show you. You have enough number because the real thing is Trent Alexander-Arnold was a spare man in that midfield every time. So. Handling their, their players, players and they, they substituted as well, and they brought on Henderson. Me, Henderson, Henderson came on. Even, even most of my Liverpool friends were moaning because they know exactly that Henderson, Henderson isn't going to add anything to them. As soon as he came on, I knew Liverpool are now chilling. They want to hold on and maybe get a break and score. So that means if you're coming on top of them, you're going to do better. And that's exactly what happened. And you could tell Van Dijk was rattled a bit as well. You're playing a very high line. If you could just, just get, get behind that high line, line you were in. in. And Son, Son took, took that, that pass beautifully. First that was a fantastic killed. pass from Romero. It was I mean, a brilliant trap. It was a brilliant trap. Brilliant pass through the lines, broke the lines, and he just took it in his stride. I love that. And then, bam, under the keeper. Typical Son. And I said, and I, and I wrote it in another group. I wrote down, if Liverpool score a goal, 
before Spurs. It's game is night night. It's good night. If Spurs score one, this game is gonna get weird. And my, my friend, friend just typed in, yes, yes, it's getting weird. <laughs> and it's good, and you just see the impetus of first. Everyone, Everyone was saying this could be 3-3. Three, three. Liverpool, Liverpool are not, not doing anything. And, 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 and then one friend, I'm going, going to shout him out. out. He's, 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 he's a, a fan, fan of the people down the road. However, I have to shout George. His name is George. If George ever gets to watch this. Every game Spurs play, George trolls me. Or trolls first fans of the group we're in. He trolls us by saying, This is the day Richarlison scores. He's been saying it for months, but today he says, I have a feeling he will score because he's an Evertonian. He's going to score against Liverpool at Anfield. And I said, George, you'll copy again, leave us it. And when he scored, I said, like, George, you called it. Only for that minute. It just. I I called it as well yesterday, even though I mean, I didn't get quite. You did, you did. Yes, you did. You did, you did. We all said that. You said, you said. For us, for us to win and Richarlison to score, yeah. So yeah. that would that would have been that would have just been perfect. Even that, even to yeah. draw, Richarlison score would have felt like a victory. Absolutely, Honestly, it, would have felt, it really felt like a victory, but it wasn't to be. But I mean, say, <sighs> what happened tomorrow today? I mean, this is the second. This is the second game. It's come on. He tried. To, he, tried he, he just he just didn't get. This is the foreign mentality thing. This is where when you talk about foreign players in England, if that is an English player, the minute that ball lands, he hoofs it straight back out. He trapped, he did a trap pass backwards. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. On a plate. I mean, it's just nothing. There's nothing. I felt for him and his teammates will roast him. Deserve it. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. that. It's kind, kind of wrecked, wrecked his legacy now because a lot of people are they're going to send a lot of hate towards him. And this is Lucas, Lucas is one of the nicest guys in that top Absolutely. At that moment in time, he lacked football sense. When your end game, the more it's in their half, the better for you. You don't pass back to your keeper. You don't pass back to your defenders. Just kick it further forward. Let them bring it back and send it back. And unfortunately, you know, it just like, oh my God, it was, you know, Jurgen Klopp tore a hamstring, I think, as well. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's kind of funny. You're looking at funny things in a game. That was kind of funny. He tore a hamstring, like, dude, like, clutching himself. Like, you're like, oh, wow. You know, but all in all, it was, uh, they, they won the first half. We won the second half. Unfortunately, that last minute goal just killed us. But, yeah, it just, if, if you're taking the takeaways, these slow starts, you know, Ryan, Ryan Mason, Mason and his, his coaching, coaching team. team. Slow, Slow starts. Start. What, what are your plans? What are you guys, guys putting in place? place? Like, like you said, said, you know, I, I, I still, I still say it. Playing Manchester United and Liverpool back to back is not easy. easy. These are two, two very high energy, energy pressing teams, teams. And, and it wasn't easy for Tottenham. Crystal Palace won't be easy next week as well. Oh no, they're not. They're not easy games. They're not easy games left. We still have Villa. We have. However, however, yeah, there's there's them. There's Villa. As leads, if, they you know? time, if they have time to go over video footage, they have time to. I think they can play better. I'm not, you know, I I like Mason. I don't I don't recommend him for the full time job. I would like Ryan Mason to actually get a job somewhere else and prove himself, and then come back to Spurs if he's ever coming back to Spurs. I want I want a proper manager, and I'm I'm all in for Team Nagelsmann at the moment. That's that's for me. I'm more Nagelsmann than Luis Enrique or Annie Slot. 
maybe Vincent Company is the only other person I would want outside Nagos. Go for Vincent Company, but not Ryan Mason. But I'm happy for Ryan to see us through to the end of the season. All right. Speaking of managers and and where we are now, I mean, obviously there's a lot of speculation about where I mean, who the new new manager is going to be, or what 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 what, what I mean, the the, um, the rumor mill is I mean alive with all sorts of names in the bag. It's Nagelsmann today. No, it's not Nagelsmann. It's Ryan Saw. It's not Saw. It's not Slot. It's um, Company. All, all sorts. I mean, uh, Enrique has been interviewed. The people they're in touch with, with uh, Nagelsmann people is costing too much money. They have to pay compensation. All sorts of stories, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, but I mean, it's neither here nor there. The fact of the matter is that we, we, we're here with with with, um, with Ryan. Now, there's there are those who say that. I mean, and I wrote this little um, uh, little piece on 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 in the, in the group there. Yeah, I mean, I think yesterday or a couple of days ago, when someone was asking a question about uh, do we take on Ryan Mason as as um, part, uh, as a long term coach, and I was I kind of sat on the fence and sort of looked at two two perspectives. Okay, first perspective is this right. Don't give Ryan the job because a he doesn't have really he hasn't actually coached a team for a whole season in the league in any league for that matter, right? Um, even though he's is obviously played in the Premier League, he's he's he's, he's, uh, he's been a assistant coach, he's been at the, in the in the in the and he's, he's been what um, second in command with um, with um, was he second in command? I think it was also on the coaching staff with um. Yeah, it was a coaching staff of content, yeah. Content, but not under um, Mourinho. And under Mourinho. Oh, wasn't under Mourinho. Okay. No, oh, Mourinho, Mourinho, he was the under coach. He was the under, under 18 coach. coach. Okay, okay, right. It's content that promoted into like coaching staff. Right. So you, you then have him obviously come on and, um, I mean, sort of like an interim role after Mourinho got sacked, right? And then it's, it's been part of, I mean, uh, Conte's team and it's obviously taken over. So he's not really had a clear run on any team for any length of time. So it's almost like being crisis management for him. Now, so that's experience, that's as far as experience is concerned. On the other hand, you also have the other the, the other um, line that, look, um, we've, we we need somebody who who can motivate the team. He's come at a time when um, things, I mean, are not, are not going so well. Him being part of the story, I mean, being part of those two teams, I've not really done. They've not really left the the, the the club in in a great great shape. So it's like part of continue the same old same old story. But I mean, I guess the counter counter argument to that is that I mean, he he didn't have the final say in any of those decision making processes that led to those um, situations. So so that's one. The argument for him was then that look, okay, he's new, he's fresh. Give us a fresh look. We've had all these um, big money stars, right? And yes. and they haven't taken us anywhere. They haven't taken us any far further forward than when we had Pochettino. Pochettino took us to uh, I mean, what I mean, seven, a couple of finals, um, a few semi-finals, and um, yeah, we Champions League, of course, Champions League and, and League Cup final. Even though he didn't he didn't win any of them, and we had quite a lot of semi-finals in, in the process as well. Now, but you also have. The fact that he knows the club inside out, he knows everything about the club. He was he actually grew up in the club, you know. That's where he started his his, his, uh, his career, so he knows the, the whole place inside out. And is like I said, is is one of our own, right? So um, it's ideal to sort of let give him a go because we can't go wrong. We're giving him a go, given the fact that 
hang on, we had all the big money guys, they haven't done much. <laughs> so yeah. what's to say that why, why not give someone some, why not give it to a rookie, you know, and see see what happens. Yeah. But the, the other again one, one, one other counter argument which I forgot to mention earlier was the fact that okay, people would say that if you gave him the job, it will be the classic liver approach of pinching pennies, right? And not yeah, yeah. not uh paying out for going manager. Out not going out to get the best. Get the best, but I'm not sure. It's, it's, I'm not sure it's a criticism that can hold ground because it's gone for the best. I mean, I, I think if you if you think about it, well, the last two questions we had, or last well, two of the last three questions we had, have been people who were paid at the top of the pile. I mean, Conte and uh, Mourinho. I mean, the one the one low earners. I mean, probably I mean, maybe second or third in um, in in any part in, in the league, and that's not mean fits, you know. So I mean, maybe behind Klopp and and um, and Pep. <laughs> I mean, if not if, if not a par, you know, so it's not for lack, it's not for lack of, and it's paid compensations in, in some cases to actually get them get get them going to um, to sack coaches and on top of that. So, so, where do you where do you stand on this? Okay, so I'll 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 reply you in seconds. So, one of the arguments in the pro department for Ryan Mason is look at the gentleman down Seven Sisters Road. He hasn't managed any clubs, right? He wasn't even a club legend at the club down the road. He wasn't a club legend. He was a captain, but he wasn't a legend. He now became an assistant. And he, no, he was a coach. No, he wasn't even an assistant manager. He was just a coach. He was part of the coaching staff of an elite coach. Not much different from our Ryan. Ryan Mason, Ryan Mason captain, captain Spurs, Spurs in Euro Europa matches, match. so he has yeah. Captain Spurs before. Wasn't a club legend, but one of our own. Right. He has coached under an elite manager. What's the difference? There is no difference. It's just that when you, it's the Sam Allardyce joke all over again. If he was Sam Allardyce. You would have you taken him more seriously as a coach. <laughs> if, if, if Ryan Mason was my Ryan Mason Tura, Spanish guy who is at Spurs, we would give him the job. So that's there. The second part is you're talking about the coaches Daniel Levy has hired, and he's gone for the best. Yes, he has. But in going for those two gentlemen, in my opinion, and this, and this is my, is my opinion, opinion, and you people all know this, this is where I come from. from. The reason I became, became a Spurs fan is Spurs attacked. I could have been a fan of those people down the road, but I was not a George Graham fan. I thought George Graham's football was boring, even though he had players I liked. He was boring and one-dimensional. Liverpool at that time, when I was trying to pick teams, they were even more exciting. But there was just something about Spurs and the flair. And this has been a Spurs thing. I've gone far back, watched videotapes from the 60s, 70s, and it's been there. It's in the DNA. To dare is to do. We have a certain way of playing at Tottenham. And Mauricio Pochettino understood that way. It was his way as well. That's why it worked for him. Daniel Levy has been guilty of club envy, title envy, cup envy, and 
he has looked at two managers who have done that for their clubs. But he did not look at how they played, how their teams, he just wants to win, which is what the fans as well want. But unfortunately, I think because of the DNA of Tottenham, bringing a reactive manager, they might win. They might not win. George Graham won a League Cup with us. But the football is horrible. And in the end, the football will kill the manager. And that's, and that's what, what he did. did. He, you, you can, can say he went for elite coaches, but my, my argument at the time of Mauricio Pochettino's sacking was, yes, sack Pochettino, but go and get a better version of Pochettino, which means get a guy in club. Tukul at the time, Tukul was there at the time, club, Tukul, those kind of guys, those are who you bring in after Poch. Poch knew how to make us play, but those guys can win and make us play. As you see now, with two, how Tuchel's career has progressed, how Klopp's career has progressed. Klopp, of course, was already at, at Liverpool. But I'm just saying, you are now going for the next level. You're looking for a pep kind of guy, a winning version of Pochettino. That's what you should have looked for. But instead, he went to get the opposite in terms of football style. And believe it or not, those gentlemen have implanted themselves in Tottenham in a certain way that has changed the DNA of the club. In terms of how we play, we've forgotten how to play. Once in a while, try to recapture it. There are still elements of Pochettino in this in this side because you haven't flushed all his players out. They still think like him. They still make the same kind of runs as well as when they played under Pochettino. They try as much to to implement the things of these guys, but they've made us reactive. Tottenham is a proactive front foot attacking team. Club. We are a club. That was our identity. Our identity, I believe, is, is lost at this moment in time. And we're seeing it reflected on the pitch. We are lost in terms of identity. Spurs could have lost a game like this, 4-3 attacking, knowing that we attack from beginning to end. But now we're like, oh, we're kind of defensive, but we're not good at defending. Oh, we can attack, but we don't really attack. And we lose 4-3 and we feel bad. Losing 4-3 like this, we've lost like this before. We've lost 5-4 to Arsenal, but we didn't feel bad because we were an attacking team. And we got flushed. But now we have no identity. We're neither attacking nor very defensive. Which was a criticism of Conte as well. So, I mean, moving on from, from, from that managerial situation, because obviously we're not going to resolve this um, either way or another, because obviously it's down to Mr. Levy to decide which, which way he, he wants to go. But I think what what is very clear is that that decision needs to be taken sooner rather than later um, from the point of view of the fans because the fans will want a decision on that managerial situation because if once you get that it also brings confidence in the dressing room as well knowing that okay well it has two, two elements to it it obviously brings confidence knowing that okay we're going to have a new manager it also means that players will start to play to the best of their ability knowing that look if I don't play well he might just um, knocked me off, and you know, so obviously it, yeah, that yeah, that's yeah. the new manager bounce, if you like, you know. Um, but there's some key moments in that match which I felt, in terms of a, uh, some what I call crucial decisions, like that should have gone in our favor, right? That didn't go in our favor, and I know these things, these things um, go round and round about. I mean, we had. And people will point to Brighton situation when I mean they they potentially had um, certain situations which I mean people a lot of pundits felt like we were very fortunate together with those decisions that, that went our way. But today they went the other way, you know. And um disappointing it was because I mean here here you have Richardson in the box and Konate yeah. actually wrestled him to the ground yeah. without touching yeah. the ball. 
yeah. And not, nothing was given. You're in Anfield. Welcome to Anfield. Welcome to Anfield. Honestly, it's, I, that's, that's just criminal. I'm sorry, you know? And it's how? How that is not given, I just, I just don't understand. And that's exactly what Babatunde was saying earlier. He said, we were kissed by a penalty not given. Now, I don't know, I can't remember what the scores were at that time. Was it 3 3 at the time? Or was it, was it still 3 2? It was 3 2. It was 3 2. He just come up. Yeah, yeah, come up. Right. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure that, I mean, we, 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 we should have won that game today. And you have. And, 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 then, and, then, and then there was also the opportunity that um, Thingy sh- took a shot. Uh, Kulisevsky, when it could have been better for him to roll it to Kane. Yeah. If he had rolled it to Kane, it would have been a tapping. That, you know, but I mean, that, that was just, that was just really, really poor, I mean, from, from, from our perspective. And we had some decisions in the game as well, which I felt we just didn't do ourselves any favours in terms of... Also, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry to cut you. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, but Dangerous plays a red card in Premier League. Especially when you're stuck to someone's head and bleeding. And it bleeds. That is a red card. Whether you meant to or not, I'm sorry, my dear boy. Your boot was on his head. It broke his skin. It's a red card. I mean, simple. It's straight off red. Straight red. In any other word, that's a red card. Straight red. It's straight red. Whether you meant it or not. This isn't isn't stamping on his... Because, okay, imagine that same thing. If he had stamped on his ankle with his boots, that's a red. Stamping on the face, player's flush, ankle or flush. foot with your But you've got him for... Everyone saw it, the camera saw it, and you didn't put a red card. I'm sorry, that was a red. And that would have changed the dynamic of the game. Liverpool with 10 men against Spurs, and Spurs on the ascendancy. Exactly, 3-2 at the point. I was 3-2 at that point, you know? I mean, come on. We had... We had we see that time, you know? Anyway. Oh, this was such a... So that would have been a red card. That would have been a red card. Richarlison would have come on. Richarlison had not gotten that penalty. Came to dispatch that penalty, let's just say. And then you'd have had Richarlison score a winner. And that's us winning 4-3. Or drawing 4-4 at worst. Drawing 4-4 at worst. So, you know... You take these things, you know, uh, but, like yeah, I said, yeah, 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 I'm just delighted, I'm just delighted at the fight. Many people online, I was I was on Twitter during the game, many people online cussing out these players, cussing out Daniel Levy, and, you know, I said something to you before it started, and I'm going to be here on, on camera saying it, I was very much Enoch and Levy out. You know, I still think that I would like new buyers, a new perspective, a new chairman and all that, but... The, 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 the level of hate and stuff, I, it's not for me. It's really not for me. I get where the fans are coming from. And I have so many friends that are Tottenham fans that leave you out and Enoch out. I, I, I was too. But my goodness, at 3 0, the camera panned to him, to Donna Collin, another gentleman called Ted Clyde. They're all sitting together. They're all part of this crew that, you know, the, the reporter come out that they were the ones behind Pochettino not coming back. So they are, they are really hated right now. And I just looked at the guy, he closed his eyes when he went to Trino. Like, he just panted me, he just closed his eyes like, oh my God. In my head, I said, this guy, as much as all he's done has led to this, let's just say, what can he really do? The same way I feel as a fan. What can I do at Trino? What can I as a fan, what can I, what can I honestly do that can change this game? I can't do anything. I'm not on the pitch. 
So, so it's like, yeah, I, I guess, I guess what the, what the fans perspective will be, it's a combination of the decisions or choices that he's made in the past that led us to this position in the sense that, um, if he'd made some different decisions, but I can always say to people like 95% of fans have never run a business. They haven't got a clue what the dynamics are in terms of the cash flow management, the, the management side of but things. They don't, so they but they don't, they don't see, they don't see a football club as a business. No, no, I don't know. What, what I mean, but what, what I'm saying is, this, <laughs> and, 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 and I get that. But but you see, the fact of the matter is that whether they, whether they see that as a, as a as a business or not, it's still a business. P- players still have to get paid. You know, salaries still have to have to be paid. You still have to pay your bills. If you if you if you run down the, the, the club into a position where they cannot pay your, your bills, no one no one no one will say you still bear the brunt and say you, they will say you didn't manage your, your finances properly. Of course, of course, now, of course, of course. for me and for any club. It's the finances that form the underlying basis of any success that you may have. You know, it's how you deploy those finances, how you, you know, how you, how you, you sort of uh, use those resources. Okay, fine, it may not have been, but they also sort of fail to understand that. Look, there, how many, how many teams in the in the league? Twenty twenty teams in the league. Yes. How many teams have actually won something in that league? You can count them with your hand, one hand. You know, so it's not like it's not like anybody's bad right to win. You know, you still got to play against other people who who are competing as well. So it's a level playing field from from day one, and you are at a disadvantage in most cases against those people around you who are spending money like like, like there's, there's no tomorrow. Okay, you have this uh, takeover coming up in I mean with with, with Man, you know, Manchester United now, right? But a few weeks ago, you were hearing. Things like they were like what nearly a billion pounds in debt, a billion pounds in debt, and they didn't build a stadium. Yeah, yeah. I mean that is crazy. So, and it's it's going to have some sort of knock-on effect down the line if that is not properly managed. Well, fine, but that's another story for 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 for, for the future. But I'm pretty. I'm, I, I want to see what's going to happen in a few years' time when things are stabilized in Tottenham, right? And the takeover doesn't go go ahead in in in, in Manchester, and we we'll see how 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 no no seriously, and we we'll see how things go. Honestly, it, it's it's because I'm for me I'm sick and tired of people who keep having to go at Levy and you know saying that yes it's bad for the club. I think the solution for me, a lot of people go, you keep changing managers. I said yes, and I've been a fan of football so long that I remember clubs changing managers until you find that right guy. People, People don't know how many managers. Atletico Madrid. I'm a huge. I'm. 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 I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of Diego Simeone. I don't want him as my coach, but I like the guy. I've always found him fascinating. If you, if like you guys always call me a football historian, there was a there was a chairman of Atletico Madrid called Jesus Gil. Is a Jesus Gil. The guy was notorious for firing managers like. Ron Atkinson was a manager for like 90 days. He would, he would hire and fire. A little, like a little crazy. bit like the, like, like, like the guy at Real Madrid. What's that, guy, that guy's name? At Real Madrid, exactly. Yes, he just bam, 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 bam. He just keeps shooting. He, kept, he would win a title or maybe win a title. But then they went for this. They went on this drought for like 14 years or something where they didn't win anything. Atletico Madrid they got relegated, came back. And they just kept the same thing until Diego Simeone, who was their former player when they last won the league, came back as manager. And look what happened. Once he got the job, 
he has been the third best team, but he has also broken the hegemony between Madrid and Barcelona. But for Madrid, he would also have won a couple of Champions League. Madrid stabbed him, you know. But that's the thing. And I keep saying that, yes, change it. You need to find that level five manager, that guy. I thought Pochettino was that guy, and I felt if they had backed him. Now, in hindsight, they are looking at it that, oh my God, even if we had squeezed out 200 million during those construction times, if we hadn't gone those windows, in hindsight, this guy could have won us something. Absolutely. So now, your mission is to find someone like him. Someone who you can now look at and say, now we know what we messed up the last time with the same kind of guy. If we get an opportunity to get that, that kind of guy, I see that in Nagos, man. I see that in company. I see that in those kind of coaches. They're just these guys that have very good visions. They're not going to win you the league the first year. But if you give them that time and they will change the identity of your club. And it's the manager. You can shout, oh, yeah, hey, no, the club is rotting from top to bottom. Most, Most of the, of the directors, directors at Atletico Madrid are still there. The, they were all the directors, directors under his heel. Same guys. They didn't change. The same socios run Atletico Madrid. The same socios run Real Madrid. They don't change. The chairman changes. So it's rotten, rotten. No, it's only rotten when you're losing. Absolutely. It's not rotten when you when you win. Liverpool fans are also complaining about FSG, but they're they complaining muted. Because let's, let's be real, be real. FSG, FSG has won. <laughs> you know, you're complaining FSG. Yeah, you guys have won a league title. Yeah, you won a league title. You won a Champions League. You know, you won a League Cup. You won an FA Cup. They've completed. They won one, 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 one Champions League. They won a couple, didn't they? You know. Yeah. So, so you got it set. So you look at it and you say, huh. You're not really complaining. And this is the only reason Spurs fans have a problem with Daniel Levy. And it's the hugest problem is Daniel Levy did not win every year or every two years. If Spurs had been winning League Cups, FA Cups, Champions League, nobody would care. And that's imagine, imagine all those finals that we got to. I mean, we won one of those finals. All those things. And, and, and that was why I, 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 that was my criticism of Mauricio Pochettino at the time. Was he, did it, he, he felt he had time. He felt we'll win this next year, but let's win the league first. Let's win Champions League and we'll come back out. When it's the other way around, you win the League Cup, you win the FA Cup. That builds you to the league. Yeah, buys your credit in the bank. He didn't quite understand that, and now he does. You know, and, and you know, as he's going to those other gentlemen, gentlemen uh, across the bridge, those, those guys, guys, I think he's going to go for a league cup as quickly as he can, which is a whole switch on his on his thing. So the same thing, I just want Spurs to get. I think it's a manager. I think it's the right manager. And yes, move players. Even if you're giving it to Mason, this is going to be very controversial. If I give it to Mason, I have no problem. But I'll tell Mason, you know what? You're going to have to break some of your friends' their hearts. The first thing I would do if I was Ryan Mason was sell, I'll sell Ben Davis and sell um, Eric Dyer. I'll sell two of them just to let the squad know I'm serious. These are my guys. I will sell them. That instantly places him back as manager. Now they're going, oh my God, this guy is serious. I would sell those two guys straight up. Probably even sell Hoiberg as well. That just lets them know that this guy is... Because right now, he's still pally-pally. He's still friends with them. You know, Dyer's been playing. Dyer should be dropped. 
Diet right now, I would go. I, I, I wrote on the group. There's a young man, Maxim Pascosi. He plays for the Spurs on the 23. He plays for Estonia senior team. He's only 18, 19 years old. He's played in a couple of preseasons for us. A very good defender that boy is. There's another guy, um, Charlie Sayers, left center, center back. 19 years old, very good. I will promote those two boys and drop some human beings. Now we have no more big, big, really big games anymore. What to lose up? Dyer, I think, is mentally shot. He's traumatized, in my opinion. He's traumatized as a player. He, 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 he was afraid of making mistakes, so he will make mistakes. Sanchez is afraid of making mistakes. Sanchez will make mistakes. So why don't you let those two guys go? Let them be substitutes. Bring on somebody young and say, look, this is your chance to win your shirt. You know? It's a shame we sent that other uh, Welsh gentleman to France, Rodan. Because I'll play Rodan right now. I don't think Rodan will be any worse than what we have, central defense. Hmm. That's, again, one of these things where... You 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 you. If if he walks out, you're you're fantastic. If he doesn't walk out, you're a mug. You know, which is exactly. You know, so it's it's it's, a, it's always a bag gamble with with these sort of situations. I mean, people are saying, "Oh, sports don't spend money on players. We're going to spend money on Dembele. Look what we got. We spend money on Rosalso. Look what we got." You know, but he did. But you, you know the thing. He did. He did spend the money on the Dembele, and it's it's it's. it's to me, it's very hypocritical of certain Spurs fans. They hailed it. I was online during when they bought it. Everyone was saying, oh my God, they got this guy. He's going to replace Musa Dembele. They were all, and then when he scored, you remember he scored opening game? Remember? He scored against, I think it was Villa. He scored that shot. Everybody was. So now for them to turn around and cost Daniel Levy for buying a waste, I think that's very hypocritical of this, certain that's Spurs right. fans. And which you just very tells you that these things you, I mean, and he was saying it on, on his, on, on that, that, that interview he had at Oxford where he said, look, football, there's always an element of a gamble in even your transfer decisions yeah. because sometimes you get it right. A lot of times you don't get it right, you know? And so it's, it's really very, very difficult. I mean, I'm pretty sure that no one wants as good for the club as, as much as he because Think of it, if he does very well, he gets the glory, you know? If he does poorly, yeah, everyone, yeah, yeah. everyone lays into yeah, him. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that for so, me. Someone, I mean, someone, wrote, someone, someone, someone wrote something about Brighton, sorry. Someone, someone wrote something about Brighton on Twitter that I found very nice. First one wrote that, oh my God, Brighton just keep pulling off all these gems. And one guy says, that stuff, yeah, it doesn't last forever. Everyone's hailing Brighton's recruitment. All it, All it takes, takes is maybe one or, one or two scouts to get lured to Liverpool or Arsenal, Arsenal. and that's, that's dead. The next guy can't, can't find those guys, guys or something happens. He says it's, it's not, it's not, it's not sustainable. Where you're, you're always pulling out gems, gems. you're going you're to get, get some, 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 some black rocks, some Absolutely. things that just don't work out for you at all. Absolutely. You know, but we're all hitting Brighton, but also you're forgetting Brighton has a, in my opinion, what I call a level five manager. He's one of those guys that works with people, and what he's doing works well. You take, take him out of the equation. equation. We, we never, never saw Estepanian play as well under Potter. Potter. There yeah. are certain yeah. players in that, that team that, that Danny Welbeck is scoring more goals under Deserving than, than he did under Potter. Potter. What, does what does that, that tell you? you? The coaching is impeccable. The system is working. Get, get a guy whose system works, who can also look at the players and raise them in the right way, and you will not be complaining. That's what I want for Tottenham. More than, More than anything. anything. And, and, you know, you know I, I, I wish Daniel Levy the same. The same. You know, so if he's going to sell, sell, I think he will sell, sell at a peak price, price for someone else. else. But, but then, then, you know, like, like everyone's, everyone's talking, talking about, about now, now. You, get you get a new owner, owner we don't know what the new owner will do. So, there is the other thing. We just don't know as fans what's going to happen next. 
you know, Chelsea got a new owner. Right? Got plenty of money. They spent a lot of money, didn't they? Twelve in twelve. Twelve position. They're closer to relegation than they are to top four. And um, I don't, I don't even like to imagine that being than a Levi. <laughs> you know, for all, all of them, all of them are saying this. All of them are saying the same thing. They said, um, but for Hurricane's goals, Hurricane, by the way, congratulations, him. He scored 25 goals for the fourth season in the Premier League. Fourth wow. time he's done that. Wow. So 25 goals for him in a team that isn't creating for him, which is which just goes to tell you how amazing he's now equal Wayne Rooney. He's on 208 goals. 208 goals in Premier League. He's on, yeah, he's on, yeah, he's on, he's 52 goals away from Alan Sherrill. That, that, let that, that sink in. In a team that is creating, Harry Kane can score Ellen Haaland 30 goals. That means in two years, he could literally have overhauled Alan Sherrill. Yep. Which and will never go And it's not going anywhere. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think Kane's going anywhere. I mean, I hope he doesn't go anywhere, you know? No, no. So, 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 so my, my original point is this, you know, People were now saying, oh, you know, Harry Kane has scored this goal. But for Kane's goals, we would be in the relegation places. But lo and behold, these are the same people that said he should sell him for profit. So if we had sold him now, we wouldn't have these 25 goals that kept us from relegation. So you can cuss the man out for not selling Kane. Yeah. But at the same time, you are now saying, ah, thank God for Kane. And, and, then, and then, you know, in the past, right, everyone used to say that Tottenham are the selling club. They used to be like a club. And he says, not going to do that anymore. We're going to retain our key players. And he's done that. You know, he's, he's done that. He's made sure that all of our key players, we always keep them. We don't sell to other clubs anymore like, like, like we used to. How, how, how annoying to have a chairman that wants to keep the best player. Can you I imagine mean, that? Man City don't do that. Liverpool yeah. don't do that. They all do. They all want to keep Absolutely. their best player. The only reason they paid um, they paid Mohamed Salah like King's ransom, so he wouldn't leave. You know, the Bruyner, so he wouldn't leave. Yeah, these guys are much to snap them in a heartbeat. But they're like, no, 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 we want you to stay. Spurs, Daniel Levy is doing what he knows what to do, which is, I need to keep the best player here. I need to keep you here or make it as difficult for you to leave as possible. You know, and if you want to leave on the free, fine, you're giving me one more year. That's fine. Keep your comments coming. And this is Common Spurs TV, where we talk about everything Spurs. Tottenham 3, Liverpool 4. Uh, what a match. What a match. I mean, uh, we got undone by a a moment Brazilian. of... <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to call it a moment. It's not, no, no, it's no, not, it's not, it's not Brazilian. You have to call it eight. It was a Brazilian doing very un-Brazilian things. I know, it's just <laughs> terrible, terrible, you know. And, uh, after, after another Brazilian scored. This is, this is I mean, this, this was one, one of those days when you just sort of, uh, you just shake, hold your head and shake it and say, how did we get here? How did we get to this position? Well, some, some, of, some, some of the people will say that, look, we shouldn't have been in, the position, in that position in the first place if we hadn't considered those goals as we did. But I haven't said that, though. I'm happy, like you said earlier on, uh, we had that spirit, that fight, that uh, buzz to get back into the match. And that was a really, really good display uh, from our boys of heart and spirit. And I, I haven't seen us do that in a very, very long time. Of course, in the last couple of, couple, of, couple of matches, we've actually displayed that. It tells us a lot about, about the character of the team, even though we like to say that, okay, fine, they, they let they let in a few goals the last few matches. But, I mean, to come back, um, in the fashion that it did in those like this last two matches, I think they deserve some kudos, you know. No, it's 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 a lot. We've conceded now what 
four plus six, ten, twelve. We've considered twelve goals in three matches as an average of four. But we've also scored what one, three, three, four, two, we, yeah, we six, scored six, seven goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We yeah, scored we like seven, seven goals in. We scored seven, seven goals in, in, in seven, seven goals in three matches, and that's, that's not bad. bad. The real, the real problem, problem is, is there's a there's a there's a defensive problem with Spurs. It should be addressed. Yeah. I don't think Ryan Mason has had the time. I think Stellini picked the wrong formation. If he had gone defensive counter in the game against Newcastle, we would have still lost, I believe, but not by that huge uh, figure. Against Manchester United. They had, they had their opportunities. The opportunities. They didn't they ice us out, and we took ours very, very well. well. And then we decided to stay back and show up. Sure. Now, now that, that same, same idea would have been perfect in this game as well. But for this one, I put it down to decision making. Lucas made a very poor decision. I'm sorry to keep calling him out, but he made a poor decision that cost us in the opening part of the game, Poro, once again, defensively, Poro, that's the thing I think in this country he needs to work out. In Portugal, he didn't really need to defend like this. He played for a very good side. He played for one of their elite teams. So they are always on top of you. Spurs are not on top of anyone. So Poro defensively isn't up to scratch. And he joined a Conte to teach me how to defend team. Conte gets moved on. Stellini gets moved on. So I'm looking at the guy going, I don't know what kind of defensive instructions he's getting, but you don't get beaten at your, your post like that. And he's going to learn. I think he's going to be a very good player for Spurs next year. I really do. I can see the signs of it. Romero is still very rash. Romero is still more or less learning this country. He's two years in. I think he's even cut down a bit from what he was that first time. He was a bit wild. Early. He's still a bit wild now, but he's, he's turned it down, but his decision-making in his box was poor. You know, but like I said, at this moment in time, Ryan Mason and his coaching staff are trying to reverse things, trying to learn things, and it's what's happening. I think Spurs are written off the season. We're looking to finish as high as possible. We don't care what that is. I don't think we want to be in the Conference Cup, but if we are, we are. I'm tired of, you know, after, after all, all, you know, you after, after certain Jose Mourinho won it, won it. He, made he made it out like it was the best thing ever. ever. So now I'm not going to cost the competition anymore because <laughs> when Mourinho won it, certain, certain <laughs> members of our Spurs <laughs> nation were <laughs> using it to beat the club. Now look at it, he has gone to win. So they now consider it a trophy. So if we qualify for the Conference Cup, nobody should say anything because Mourinho's won it now. Mourinho's legitimized the cup now because they were saying they were crap cup up until Mourinho won it. When Mourinho won it, it became it became not, not so, so crap, eh? So, yeah, it now became a big cup. So if we Spurs win it, it's still in our belt. It's no longer a trash competition because Mourinho, you can't have one rule for when Mourinho wins it than when Spurs are in it. So let's, now it's a, it's a cup, right? It's a good cup. It's a big boy cup now. Absolutely. So we'll go wherever we want to finish. I think we should just focus on training for the rest of the week. They should come in. They shouldn't have their heads down. They really try. They should just look at what mistakes did you make. How can we iron out these mistakes? How can we stop this thing from being the, being the same be-all and end-all? We have a home game against Palace. It's a London derby. You have to be up for it. Palace's boys are up for it now. They are, they are, they are, they are, they are very mobile. But we've beaten them in their home when they were supposedly flying as well. We killed them. So have that in mind. Come to this next game. 
you look at the first 20 minutes, how we can be impose ourselves on teams instead of being imposed on. And I think it's possible. I think I think this week will be a huge an, an, an analytic week for Ryan Mason and his guys. It's just unfortunate. I wish they pulled off the draw. The draw would have felt like a win. Yeah. Same, Same as he did against United. And it's just unfortunate that here we are, 4 3 2 to Liverpool. But if you had, if they told you at the start of the game that we would have scored three goals after that first 20 minutes, you'd have been like, nah, there's no way. No way in hell. But here we are. It is what it is. Thank you, guys. It's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, well done to the boys for, for putting up a good fight in the in the match and uh, despite going down 3-1 and nearly snatching the I mean, victory from the jaws of defeat but only then to snatch <laughs> defeat from the jaws of victory <laughs> snatch defeat from the from jaws of a draw <laughs> i know it's just, it, yeah. it, it's, you just have to laugh as a spurs fan honestly honestly you, you don't we're, so, can, used, we're you know. so used to so many downs and you know it's, this is why people think i can't know, do without you spurs you know <laughs> It, it, it's you know it's, it's I, I I wrote on I, 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 funny aside a friend of mine wrote to me that dude how on earth did you become a Spurs fan and I wrote down on the group and this this made everybody laugh I wrote I was young I was naive I thought Spurs loved me the way you, the woman would say you know I was young I was naive I joined Spurs Spurs loved me you know and now I'm, I'm too invested in the relationship to break it I can't believe now we've been married for so long. You know? I can't uh, be, you know. You know, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no, no point. Thirty, thirty years, years, thirty something years of Spurs. I can't leave. I can't. I can't up and leave. You know, it's a relationship. So, we have to have a rebuild now. Now I know we've called out a few names, and, and I think one of the things would a, a would depend on what system the new manager wants to play. The, the director of football wants... first. Sorry, the director of football first, because the manager isn't going to come in unless there's a director of football. So I think that's actually what Daniel Levy is working on as well. I think they need to get DOF quickly. Okay, so assuming we have a good DOF in, right? So which areas? I mean, I guess it, it again it depends on what sort of system the manager wants to play. But having said that, whatever system he wants to play, there's some clear areas that need. A lot of um, a lot of um, attention. I mean, clearly, the back line probably needs a complete overhaul. However, you cut it, you know. Yes. Yes. So that back line needs a complete overhaul. Either you bring in somebody who's adaptable at the full back positions. I know Destiny Udoge is doing quite well. He was was doing quite well in in, um, in Udinese. He's he's he's, he's, not, he's not excellent. Um, he's got, I know he had, like, he had, I know he had, a, he had a car crash sometime ago. I don't know if that affected oh, him. No, no, he, he came out good. He, came out good. he, he played the next game. Right. He won it so he's, he's doing quite well. Now, again, we don't know that he's going to have been performing in the Premier League when it comes here, because who knows, you know. Um, the Premier League is a totally different league from, from other leagues. Poro was doing really fantastic in, in Portugal, and it's come here, and um, it hasn't gone, gone quite well. I mean, a lot of people were sort of uh, like really attacking wise, you, you have no complaints attacking wise about him. No, 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 not at all. I mean, but brilliant passer, brilliant crosser, defensively he's a champion. Yeah, but this is we wasn't but wasn't but wasn't but as an attacker, but but as a defender. So this is this is the thing. No, so, what as a wing back? Sorry, wing back, not a defender. Well, a wing back also defends. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So. It's it's with wing back, you know. <laughs> I don't mean I can run past you. Like, like, yeah, yeah, it, you it, 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 well, it depends on it, well, it just depends on how you play. 
But most going back, Victor Moses, how much defending did when he played at Chelsea? Be honest, yeah, but, how much? But he didn't defend that much. <laughs> okay, but he he wasn't getting beaten. I mean, I mean, the way this guy was getting beaten, you know, he put he still putting the shift. You know, he's still putting a shift when he, he when he was quiet. So, so I mean, a lot of wing backs do 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 a decent job across the board. I mean, you know, so I mean, it's not it's not entirely a, a new thing having they, having wing backs. Scotty, there has to be there has to be defensive setup. If I am so far up the pitch, your defensive midfielder slides across into that half space. Your right centre back. If it's not happening or that communication isn't there, you end up looking like 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 punts. Which is what's happened to him. So, so communication-wise, it's been very bad. I agree, defensively, but it's not. I put that blame on all those people on that right side, and that's where Romero is playing as well. There's been every time you look, they're looking who's going to take him, who's going, to, and they also the attacker slides in. That's what Marcus Rashford did to them. So, yeah, as much as I want to blame him defensively, I look at club. I don't blame him. I just think so. Across the back, across the back line, you're probably going to yeah, get rid of the back. Yeah. Center, center back, center back. Yeah. Probably need at least two back. two solid center backs as, as a minimum, right? Two solid center backs. Yes. Uh, we probably need um, a, a left a left wing back. And then, uh, and then offloading as well, offloading Sanchez, offloading Tanganga, and offloading Dyer. Three, getting two or three, getting two and getting a kid. Well, I think we also need. An attacking midfielder because at the moment we don't have any any creative midfielder in that in that place at all. Who can? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hoiberg did a he did quite I, a job today actually. Yeah, I thought I thought he did, did did really well in some institutions today. I mean, he had some. Who, who did? Hoiberg, you know. Hoiberg. No. <laughs> For me, he has to go. So, well, I guess I mean, you know. He's one of them on my list. But I think we need we need a back a backup for Bentancor, you know. Um Bentancor, when he when he got injured, just didn't have anybody else to come in and do the sort of thing that he used to do, you know. Uh when when he was there. So I think someone like that would something that someone that we need a backup for. I think hopefully we'll be back next season. So yeah, so that would hopefully show up that uh, midfield uh side of things. Um and then also we, I think on the front line we're fine. I mean, I'm not sure we need anyone else. First, uh, first, 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 first attack is fine. Just one, there was nobody to create for them, and because of how bad the defending was, they're always backwards. If you let those guys flow, you have a flowing team. My goodness, they, they all of them: Danjuma, Richarlison, Kane, Son, Kulusevski. They are excellent players. Someone said, if you had a version of them as defenders. It would be a great team. If the Spurs' defense were as good as the attackers are, it would be it would be a great side. All our attackers barring Kulusevski scored today. Kane scored, Son scored, Richards scored. That's your attacking setup, right? Yeah. It's amazing. Let me ask you this. Would it have been a different outcome if... Richardson had started instead of Kulusevski, do you think? No, I don't think so. I, no, okay. I, I, I know the three goals aside, but would he have scored earlier? Because he kind of had Konate 
Right That's true. That that is true because you know there's something about Richardson that that he does for defenders. He just puts them off. He has a way of upsetting the rhythm. You know, <laughs> he's a pest. You know, he so, has. He will just yeah. yeah. Konate felt it, and then I feel he would have squared that with Kane. Not what he says. I think Richardson has squared just just so Kane would score, and then Kane would give him something back. You know, but I think I don't know. You know, it's hindsight and all, but I just I just think. If you have kept, kept the same, same side, side as United, United, I don't know if that works. We still have considered this. I don't know, attacking-wise, it would have been a bit different, maybe, because Richardson is more of a fighter and a pest. Kusses is more elegant, maybe physically body you a bit, but I'll trouble you on a wrong He's saying that Kusseski has been quite decent the last two games. So, coming back from, you know, he's never been, he's not been the same since his injury, really. I think one of the things we, we have to sort of think about for, for, I mean, I think Levy has to also think about is obviously get, getting a good manager in quickly, getting the DOF in as quickly as possible. And whatever targets that we identify, we go for them. I think those, are, those, are, those have been the main criticisms that have been leveled his way thus far. And I think, again, one of those things is, is this. The press, there's almost there's a lot going on in the press that doesn't match reality. And so I think he needs to either sack his PR team or get a better PR team to sort of get the right sort of um, messages out to people because the communication has been very, very poor, you know. So he has to find a way of ensuring that the people get the sort of the right sort of messages and the right sound bites uh, to promote uh, the interest of the club. Not necessarily his own interest, but the interest of the club, basically, you know. Um, because what you're getting a lot of news stories, a lot of rumor, a lot of conjecture, and people translate those to be facts when they may not necessarily be true, you know? So that, that's for me, I think it's something that we also need, they, they also need to sort of work very, very hard at addressing um, in, the, in the close season. But I agree. overall, a final word, um, um, Chuma. Well, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a hard loss to take. But very, very encouraging, encouraging signs, in my opinion, opinion about the players and if they are up for a fight or if they are not up for a fight. Um, and I think there's there are things to work on for the next game. But I'm very I'm very encouraged by them, and I think they, they can do far better than they than they have. And the results will eventually go their way. I think towards the end of towards I'm looking at the rest of the running. And even though we've got a few challenging games, I'm looking forward to them playing them. I'm not, I'm not entering them with any fear now. Liverpool was my last scary game. Results have been a result. But I think looking forward to the next game against Palace. Um, yeah, just they have a full week to work. Let's see what happens next. Thank you very much. Um, in the meantime, come on, you Spurs.